Welcome to the very first episode of On the Spot with Melinda Garvey, where I will interview some of the most intriguing and interesting women to watch featured in our daily newsletter and podcast, Four Minutes with On the Dot. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode of On the Spot, now available every Thursday. Today, I will be sitting down with the founder of Smart Her News, Jenna Lee Babin. Without further ado, let's start the show. Hi, everyone. Today, I am here with Jenna Lee Babin, who is the founder of Smart Her News. And it's a really, really cool concept all about news for women and sort of a, I don't know, I call it a snackable bite, but also a super intelligent snackable bite. So it's like that uber health food bite, right? If you want to make it, make an analogy on that. And so um, anyway, welcome. Really glad to have you with us and just talking to all of our listeners about what it's like to kind of get going in this crazy news business. So tell us a little bit about Smart Her News and what it is and your concept behind it. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. And thank you for that great description of Smart News because that's exactly what I hope people take away from it. <laughs> so that, that is snackable, healthy, good quality information is exactly what Smart News is all about. So that, that gives me some confidence, Linda, on that, I believe. <laughs> Excellent. Because you never know. I mean, that's one of the rules is an entrepreneur but also someone that's on the news, which has been my previous experience, is that you could have a certain intention. It doesn't really matter what your intention is. It's what the consumer is receiving on the other side. That's the most important thing. So thank you for that boost of confidence. Yeah, Smarter News, you know, I was thinking to myself about a year ago, thinking about the news in general. I've always been very interested in what freedom of the press means for America and how I can contribute in, in my own small slice of service to the United States, you know, a country I believe in, a country that I love, I feel deeply patriotic about. And th- this is my role. Journalism is my role. But I obviously know that there's something that is amiss with the news. There's something wrong with it that people feel so betrayed by journalism right now. And so I really was thinking hard, you know, what's the solution to that? I mean, that's a big question. What is the solution to that? On the same token, I was thinking also about my own life as a mom. And I would often go out to dinner with friends. Here I was a a national news anchor. I would spend every free minute reading the news. Most other people have a real life. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Not just reading about life. They're actually participating in it. (laughs) Right. Like I really had two hours of TV that I had to prepare for. So I read a lot about Iran or I read a lot about the economy. And these are all things that I was interested in, but like, it's not normal. Okay. I mean, that's the whole point of the news is that it's customer service. You're supposed to be doing that work. So other people don't have to. So getting back to those dinners or those conversations, I'd have, you know, a lot of women and they could be either stay at home moms or they'd be corporate executives. It didn't matter or what they were doing or if they had children or not, they felt left out of the conversation. And I thought, you know, while I can see how men, like my husband, always reads the newspaper. He's always reading websites. He's always digesting the news. Women had a whole lot of different priorities. And it wasn't that they were disinterested. It wasn't fitting into their lives in a really convenient way. So these were the two problems that I was thinking about with Smarter News. And going back to that dinner analogy, you know, when women go out to dinner with each other, we tend to order like 10 different appetizers and snack on those things. I mean, for me personally, it makes me more skinny. I mean, <laughs> we're not going to order a big dish. We're just going to snack around and have a bunch of cocktails. Men consume totally differently. Probably more calories than just getting right, a totally. dish. Right? That's a whole other webinar, right? Right, totally. But you know, that's something we would do, right? We're going to order small plates, right? But the men, men are going to order like the, the whole shebang, right? They're going out for a steak dinner. So I thought, okay, I'm going to use this analogy. If I could produce really good quality information, almost like news tapas, if you will, so that throughout a woman's day, she could get if she has 30 seconds, 
something that's super high quality that makes her feel current because it's easy to not feel current with the amount of information that's out there. And so I thought, what do people really want from the news? We want the news to make us smarter. And I was like, ah, smarter sounds like smarter. And that's how it came. I was like, that must be taken. There's no way that that domain name is open, but it was. And so that's how Smarter News was born. And the more I worked through the process of it, I actually found that a lot of men like this as, as well. In fact, half of our users are men, which I think is really cool because it's not geared, you know, I'm not selecting news just with a woman in mind, but I thought if we're really at this time in American history where we really want to talk about empowering women, like let's figure out a way to put her first as the number one consumer and, you know, create something with her specifically in mind. Yes, men are going to like it. Ladies first, as you say, right? Yeah, ladies first. Like, let's start with her. And if we start with her, she can be happy. And then I'm sure the men will like it too. And that's actually what's what's happened, which has been really exciting. So you referenced, I mean, you've obviously got a background in the news and you were a national news anchor with Fox, but kind of just talk to us a little bit about you and what, what gave you this entrepreneurship bug? Like, what do you think it is about you as a person or growing up or something that happened in your life that just made you think, okay, I'm going to do this? Or, or did it just come to you one day? Was it a, was it sort of like a lightning bolt or have you been planning this for a long, long time? Like I knew you wanted to be an entrepreneur. No, I never thought I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I never thought I wanted to own a business. I like a corporate atmosphere. I like being like the student in class that's following the rules and working hard and taking tests. Like I like that structure. I don't like the thought about becoming this startup was not anything I really thought about pursuing until right at the end as I was deciding to walk away from a career that I had spent 15 years building, you know, and deciding, choosing for myself, we have to create something different we can provide a better news source to Americans. There's no reason why people should hate the news. Like, there's no reason for that. That's our fault, the journalist's fault. That's not the consumer's fault. And just being in that world and meeting with, you know, I met with executives across all sorts of different networks. I felt concerned and alarmed, quite frankly, about the disconnects, I thought, between the consumer and those who are providing the news. I did some soul searching. Like, I believe in God. I'm not the perfect Christian. I don't know. Like, I'm not here to preach to anybody. So I say that out there because I'm always seeking and I'm always trying to figure out the, the greater purpose, right, in general for life. But I thought to myself, you know, I wouldn't have been led down this path. I wouldn't have had all these skills I was able to learn over the years if I wasn't supposed to put these lessons to work. You know, I really feel like what I'm doing now is my purpose. I'm supposed to be a journalist. I'm supposed to be a storyteller. I have a unique set of skills. I've seen the inside and I can take those skills and hopefully translate them into a way that can better help people because that's the whole reason I became a journalist to begin with. I wanted to help people. Like I, I wanted to tell great stories and I wanted, you know, this to be my service. Yeah. I like to say that about myself because it, it was, I'm same with you. I, I love the whole corporate, corporate deal. I never even thought about being an entrepreneur. I didn't have entrepreneurs in my family. I, I didn't know them. It wasn't this cool, sexy word, you know, like it right. is now. But I like to tell that story. And that's so interesting that that's yours as well, because I want the women watching to know, you know, you never know what's out there and finding your purpose. And sometimes it just hits you like a lightning bolt and having the courage to follow that, I think is really profound. And a lot of women think, oh, I can't be an entrepreneur, or even if they maybe have a passion about something and, you know, just encouraging them. I mean, two crazy schmucks like us can do it. I really was like, I say, you know, I'm confused about my faith, but I was like, I was praying hard. I did not know what I was supposed to do. I could have continued at, you know, a major network, something I worked really hard to do 
and create at a level where, you know, my work could be seen by a lot of people. Or I could step off a cliff and have to start all over again. Right. And I, I was on a plane, I was sitting next to my daughter, all these headlines about, you know, sexual harassment are still coming out, reading it, you know, and I'm sitting there like, what am I supposed to do? And I was literally like, you know, kept writing down notes, like, what is it that I'm supposed to do? And that's when I wrote down the word smarter. And it, so it really is like a lightning bolt moment. And to get from the point of like having that moment to then being like, okay, I'm going to pursue this. I mean, it's hard. Well, maybe I, you were on the plane, you were closer to God, you know? You were, you know. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I like to think when I'm in a plane looking at him, I'm like, okay, God, you know? That's a whole wow. new twist on it. I like it. <laughs> well, okay. So, so you mentioned, you mentioned all the news about sexual harassment and you worked at, at Fox News National. You know, they, they were sort of the, the first news that you heard about that had all those issues. You know, we don't even want to get into all those crazy stories. But what I want to ask you about was you felt like because of that overall environment that I think exists in a lot of news organizations, obviously, does that skew the news toward men? I mean, does it sort of change the environment? I mean, maybe that's why women aren't as connected with the news. I, mean, I haven't really thought too hard about that because especially at Fox, there were plenty of examples where women were in powerful roles. You know, you had women in prime time during my time there. You had women who were moms and who we talked about that on the news and seemed very relatable. And one of the things that I think Fox was always very good at in the past was having women that other women liked you know, and that you could re relate to them. And I, I think that is important. The representation of women on, on television is important, just like it's representation of everybody else. When I come to the idea of actual news coverage or news delivery, I don't really know how that might have played in to the content. I'm not sure that it impacted the content of what we were actually producing. And I would have to think harder about that, really. But I do think that the model of broadcast news in general is broken. I think it's over. I know these are really big, you know, accusations or allegations or whatever theories, but I, I just don't think it's serving a huge part of the population. And I don't think women are coming into that calculation. And if, if women are the number one consumer in the household and the number one majority block of voters, like might be good to talk to them other than uh, just around election time. <laughs> I think there is going to be a, a shift, but I think it's important that you don't gear your content just for a certain gender. I think you go for the best quality. And I think that's something I did think a lot about at Fox. And I think I'm thinking a lot about that for, for Smarter News too. Well, so let's talk about some other women that are trying to produce um, news for women, the founders of The Skim. Yes. Two young women who are also producers in the news business, and um, probably a lot of you are familiar with The Skim, and they've now got, gosh, over six million, which is mind-boggling, but because obviously you must have thought about them, you know, they're filling a similar niche, and you know, what you looked at and how you're doing things differently and how, just how you see the differences. Yeah, I think the story of the skim is incredible. Like, what an incredible story. You had these two phenomenal producers who decided to leave and create news in a different way for exactly the people that they want to target, which is young women living in urban areas, coastal urban areas with money to spend. I mean, that's some of the literature that's around the skim, which is, this is a very specific millennial, but it's a huge audience. And I think they've done a tremendous job of not only producing really interesting content on a daily basis, which is not easy to do, but also 
positioning themselves in a way that they've stayed true to that newsletter and then gone off from there. And they clearly have a lot of joy to their company, which I think is something that's really important. The joy comes through through their content. I think who they're speaking to remains, you know, again, very consistent. A younger woman in America. It's not that I'm not interested in that demographic. I love that demographic. But for me, it's someone that was on Fox for a long time. And I'm not from a conservative background. I was born and raised in San Francisco. I went out to New York City to go to journalism school. Like I'm an independent. I don't skew one way or the other. It's really important that Smarter News doesn't as well. That's one thing I have noticed in the skim over the years that I feel like they are skewing more liberal and probably because they're speaking to millennials that tend to be more liberal. But I also see the women viewers at Fox. That's different than the women in the Fox office. Mm-hmm. I think the women viewers at Fox are often ignored. And here's what I mean by that. I think there's a lot of women in this country that don't necessarily view themselves as Republicans, but actually like America and believe in family values. And no one really talks to them. And I don't like that. I didn't like that at Fox. And I actually pitched a couple different projects that were geared towards that woman, the woman that would watch Fox News over MSNBC, but is more patriotic than she is partisan. Right. The pundits do seem to be ignored a little bit. If you're not on a polar end, you're, you know, and why? Like, why Why do we do that? Like, the theory is, I know why. The theory is like, well, you know, the more polarizing is the more explosive the television is. Sure. I think we have enough of that. I actually think it's harder to find the stuff that's not as explosive and more fact-based so you actually can form your own opinion. So while I admire the scam a lot, what they've done, I am trying to create something that's different. I don't think women, or even my consumer, has time to read a newsletter every single day. So that's why I've developed these basically digital note cards that just bullet point the news. So if you're riding in an elevator, you could boom, 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 you get a little something, keep yourself moving, you're on the grocery line, you could do that. That's one of the things that was my takeaway from the skim. Love their newsletter. Think that, you know, I can't produce something like that every day by myself and I'm not sure my consumer needs that. But also you have to be so vigilant about being nonpartisan. Mm -hmm. Like you have to respect your consumer to know that you don't have all the answers, even if you have read everything on this topic. And your job is to present to them the information so they can make up their own mind because they're more than capable of doing it. So I think geographically too, I'm just thinking, you know, instead of targeting the millennials in New York City, like I think the skim maybe had started with, I'd like to, you know, target uh, women in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s in Texas. Why not? You know, so it's a little bit different, but I think there's room. I think there's, it's a different concept. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit more about that because you talked about the, I do love the bullets. It is, it's easy, it's quick. And it also, I think it, it, to your point of staying neutral and not, you know, not swaying one way or the other, it keeps it factual because bullets, you know, I think it's easy to make that factual. And then I love the fact that you actually then put your sources, you know, Mm -hmm. where you got the information. So if somebody really wanted to do a deep dive in that as well, but I think my favorite part is how you can read what five bullets or whatever it is on the little, on the little front card. They look like almost like little note cards, like you said, and you can say, you want more? You're like, well, I want more. Because yeah, that's interesting. You can read five more bullets and you're like, right. oh, go a little deeper. And then you're right. like a little more now. And so, you know, it has those layers, but even one layer gets you one layer and you could have a cocktail conversation, you know, two layers and you could have maybe a, you know, a, a 10 minute, you know, something. And then, you know, three or deeper right. layers, you could actually really have a lengthy dinner conversation. And I think that's really interesting. So whatever it is that you're looking for. That is so amazing. That's exactly what I was thinking. I I didn't like the thought that someone, uh, listen, I think for the most part, people are really smart. (laughs) I think we're all pretty smart. Like we're navigating a lot of really, you know, tough waters and chartered territory in a lot of ways just on a regular basis. So 
there's no reason why you should ever walk into a party or a dinner or a meeting and feel like you don't have something to contribute. Yes, you do have something to contribute. And I'm going to just, I'm going to give you one fact, but maybe you can, you can trust that fact and it gives you something to, to say basically and something to know. And I feel like when we are more in control, not in control, but have more of a mastery of the information, then the anxiety level comes down. I mean, part of the reason why people are so anxious from the news and it's like, it's so much is that the news is not produced to bring down anxiety. The news is produced to bring up anxiety. I don't even think some news producers are aware of that. So that's exactly what we're trying to do. Like, here's one interesting quote that we thought was kind of telling about this topic. And here's like three facts on this that we think you should know. And hey, you want to read more on it? Great. Then here's your way to do it. We like this source. You know, if if there's 10 articles, this is the one that we actually like the best. So you should read, if you want to read more, there you go. Again, it's about customer service, like trying to meet people exactly where they are. And by the way, they're not on their television. They're right here. Well, and what I, what I also find interesting is that I think that, that what, you know, what you're talking about doing is really this big issue for women with the confidence gap, right? I think that what you do helps close that confidence gap, just like what we're trying to do with On The Dot by showing women other women as role models like you who are doing these things that are just like you and me and, and, you know, having that relatability, but it it also is bringing the news to where you don't feel that intimidation. And I think that anything that we can do to help close that confidence gap, when you walk into a meeting or a boardroom, or you're having that chit chat before the big meeting starts in the office and you feel confident talking about some news issues, you feel confident when you walk in there because you know that there are 10 other women in the room that are complete badasses and have your back. You know, all those things I think contribute to it. So I think it's pretty exciting. See, if you just, if all you did was smart her news and on the dot, I mean, you'd pretty much rock. Yeah. I want the advice that there you go. You know, to your point though, that it's true. Like if you can navigate target with a toddler at nap time, like <laughs> you can 100% understand the Iran nuclear deal. And don't let anyone tell you different. Like it's, you know, all these people that are like, well, you know, it's a complicated issue. Like it's complicated because people want to keep their kind of elitism on an issue. Like things aren't actually that complicated. Like walking down the street, like sometimes getting out of bed, like these are things that you do on a regular basis. Like you can, we can help you with the news. But it's interesting. One of the things I've learned in just the last few months on those bullet points, there are so many stories that I haven't covered specifically actually about the administration. And again, I'm nonpartisan. I'm not like, I just want to give people the news. I have started so many stories that I can then not finish and don't end up publishing because it's all due to unnamed sources. And like, I don't have room for that on the card. So like the format keeps me disciplined in making sure that the content is not just like, well, sources say, or this says, or someone says, you know, you don't have, you don't have room. So I, those are stories I leave behind because they may be covered, you know, on the lead of the nightly news, but if I can't source them, then we're going to leave them, we're going to leave them behind for now. So what's your big dream for Smart Her News? Where are you five years from now? Well, gosh, five years from now, I mean, sometimes it's hard to think five days from now. (laughs) But, you know, I think Smart Her News, I want to create a brand that's a go-to destination for quality information. So I want you to come to us for your news, but Smarter News will quickly become different categories all under the Smarter News umbrella. So you're going to have Smarter Travel, which we've started, Smarter Beauty, Smarter Style, Smarter Fit. And these are all different categories that, you know, again, hope to have quality information for all of those things. But I also see, I think the power of news really remains in local areas. So I don't think there's anything holding back this brand from becoming Smarter Texas and Smarter Austin and having kind of these small franchises of the brands where, you know, women who know the area, women and men, I have men working with us right now. It's, it's, it, we're all part of the same party. 
that smarter can become highly localized. And there's also nothing keeping it from becoming international. I mean, that's the goal for Smarter News is that it becomes this sort of ecosystem where this is great quality information. And by the way, oh, you're going to go to Italy? Great. We have Smarter Italy. You can just click on that, find out what's going on in Italy. I mean, those are big dreams. That's going to take a lot of time. (laughs) Sounds awesome, though. So what if we were to ask you to give one piece of advice that you love doling out or that really helped you, what would that be? I think uh, it's a piece of advice that I actually need to follow more often, which is your priority is not to think about what is the best goal in your business. Like your priority is to think about what is your best life. I'm not saying like Oprah best life. I'm not trying to borrow that, but I am thinking about we put so much concentration on what does our professional world look like and we don't do enough dreaming about our personal life. I have some goals for Smarter News, but if you were to ask me like, where do you want to travel three years from now? Like what's on your list? I don't know. And at the end of the day, what is this about? It's about the life that you're living with your family and those experiences. And so I definitely need to do this and I would encourage others to do it as well. You know, think creatively about your own life and what you really want out of it and then fill in the pieces afterwards. I spent a whole lot of time building my career in New York City, knowing that New York City probably wasn't the ideal place for me. I love New York City, by the way. I miss it a lot, but I can't do the things with my family that I want there. And here I spent a whole you know, lifetime building something there. So I, I think that's the advice, which is really pay attention to what's going on on your personal side as much as you're paying attention professionally, because then you're not betraying yourself, you know? Right. Excellent. And who's your role model? I think my role model actually is young women. Like I think about the young women that I left, I want to say left behind at Fox, but I think about them a lot because I, I had incredible opportunities as a young woman at Fox and a young woman in general in journalism. But I only had the option to work a certain way, which is Monday through Friday. And, you know, I had to be on television at a certain time. I think that all of that's changing. And what I would love to do with Smarter News, inspired by these women that are my role models, looking at them and thinking, how do we create a corporate environment that takes what we've learned over the last 50 years of women in the workplace and create something totally different so that you can be a present mom if you want to, and you can be a great wife if you want to, and you can have the life that you want to live in a different way than just this very specific corporate structure. That's one of my big goals for Smarter News is I see a whole group of, of mom lancers, women that are, want to work 10 to 15 hours a week contributing to Smarter News and you know, educating other people based on their expertise but also having time to spend with their families. And I think our pendulum has swung dramatically when it comes to women in the workplace. And I'm not sure, I, you know, I don't think corporate America was built with us particularly in mind. I don't think that makes corporate America evil. I think there becomes a moment of reckoning where it takes women to say, okay, is this working? Like, are we happy? Really? Like, are we really happy? And if we're not, then how do we create something that's totally different and creative so that we, you know, create a different quality of life. And so that's one of the things that I'd like to accomplish as far news. But I think about those women that are, you know, in their mid twenties, really kind of seeping into their career and, you know, thinking about marriage and kids and that next step, you know, it's a lot to think about. So I'd like to help them. Awesome. Well, Jenna, you are such an inspiration. Thank you so much. And we want to make sure that everybody knows how to find you. So it's smarthernews.com. Yes. M-A-R-T-H-E-R-N-E-W-S.com. And we'll actually, when we post the video, we'll have the link in this video. We're also going to have a link to your on the dot feature because you're going to be featured on, on, on the dot. So we'll have that link in here as well so that you all can listen to our story about Jenna's. We're just really proud to have you as part of our tribe and have you as an on the dot woman. Thanks for being here with us today. Thank you so much. 
Thank you so much for joining us for the very first episode of On The Spot. Looking for more inspiration, advice, and direction? Subscribe to our free daily email newsletter and podcast, Four Minutes with On The Dot, where we provide you with the tools and motivation you need to get out there and be the badass you were meant to be. We're focused on your success, so let us know what you think by chatting with us at On The Dot Woman on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We'd love to hear your voice. 